All right, everyone, welcome on in to uh, the Saturday night edition of the MAC tournament special edition of uh, the podcast on the BG Falcon Media Podcast Network. This is Chase Bachman alongside Shane Nissen. And uh, Shane, the women's basketball uh, tournament has wrapped up. And unfortunately for the Bowling Green community, uh, did not go in their favor. The women fell to Central Michigan, final score 77 to 72. And Shane, the game was earlier this morning. We're recording. Has been a, the, the kind of really the heart and soul of this team all season. Made a couple of great passes in this game. And uh, she was at the post-game press conference after the loss today, talking about just how devastating this loss was uh, for, for this Bowling Green team that was so close. So uh, here is junior forward Katie Hampling after the game. Uh, on the result of today's game? You know, we're heartbroken. We were so close, you know, going from last in the MAC to almost first, like we were first. And um, being able to play in the game today is just an amazing opportunity for our team and a great experience. You know, we just got to learn from it. Yeah, we were close. Um, and yeah, this feeling is terrible. You know, I don't want anyone to experience it, but we're going to learn from it. And that's the you have two options either you can learn from it or you don't. And I think this team and how hard we play and how well we play together will learn from it. All right, next we'll go to Mark Kuntz. Mark, go ahead with your question. This in the afternoon, but now that we've had a little time for this game to kind of settle. I mean, what did you make of it overall? Yeah, Chase, I mean, it's just it, it was a, a really up and down game. It was a game of runs, right? Really, I mean, Bowling Green started out. Really good. They came out in that first quarter. They looked really well, good. Uh, they let kind of Central Michigan come back and tie it there at the end of that, that second quarter, end of the first half. And then Central Michigan came out in the second half, and they just uh, killed uh, Bowling Green. Specifically, um, I can't remember, uh, the, the girl had 20 or 30 points tonight, uh, today, should say, say tonight. Um, she, she, she was, I mean, she, she had four, I believe, at the end of uh, at the end of the second quarter, and or at the end of the first at the end of the first half, and she ended with thirty in the game. She had nineteen in like the first five or four minutes of that game uh, against you know it, uh, 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 first uh, she had like nineteen she had like fifteen points in the first um, like four minutes of that third quarter. So I mean it's. Uh, and then, and then obviously Bowling Green fights back. Uh, they get a couple of steals. They, they, they play really well on defense, but I, I think what this game came down to was really experience. I mean, this central Michigan team has a lot of veteran, uh, you know, players on the team that, you know, have played in the, you know, the, the NCAA tournament, not, not on a stage even bigger than this. I mean, they made it to the sweet 16, uh, in 2018, they played on stages bigger than this. Bowling Green has no, nobody on this team has ever been on a stage like this. Uh, they talked about it during the game, you know, on the broadcast that you know this team. Uh, and Madison Parker said when she was talking with the 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 CBS, the broadcasters from CBS, she said that you know I wanted them to you know I wanted to succeed this year so so that these younger girls don't have to finish, don't have to feel uh, the, the the type of you know the, the losses that we had to feel. I don't want them to ever have to know. Uh, what you know, losing and having bad seasons feels like, and 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 that 
ultimately played into this game because, you know, none of these players had ever been in a situation like this. And you saw it down the stretch. I mean, they made a couple of crucial, crucial turnovers uh, late in that game, unforced, where, where they just, you know, they threw the ball in, in, in a big position. I remember Robin Phillips took a timeout. Uh, the score, I believe, it was a five-point lead. And uh, and I don't remember the exact score. Robin Phillips took a timeout. It was, about a, it was a five-point lead. Uh, with about a minute 30 left to go. And it was a big possession by Bowling Green. And uh, I think it was L- Kenzie Lewis just made a bad pass. And or I, maybe I, it was a listen, but one of the two, somebody uh, on Bowling Green made a bad pass and it went out of bounds. And that that, that is really kind of what summed up this game for me is the fact that Central Michigan just looked more composed on the stretch. And it's because they had been in situations like this before. Uh, their best player had been in situations like that before. Um, but make no mistake, this Bowling Green team is going to be back. Uh, we, we know that. They're going to play basketball again this year. This team, this is, that's not going to be the last time we see this team. Uh, they'll, you know, hopefully, you know, there's still hope that they can maybe, maybe somehow squeak in to the NCAA tournament. I, I believe on the latest ESPN Recology, they have them as a 12 seed, which would, should be right on the line of uh, the, uh, the at-large. And... Uh, and if they don't make that, obviously, they, I, I would be shocked if they don't make it to the NIT. Um, so, you know, there's still more basketball to be played, but this team, after the season's over, they'll be back. And I, I think with this freshman core, I, I think it, it's, it'll be hard to believe that they don't get some uh, sort of MAC championship. They don't get a MAC tournament championship in the next three years. All right. So we touched on a lot there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we covered a lot of ground, just what you were saying. Uh, let's go back to, you know, the beginning of the game mm-hmm. the women are playing really confident early on I think you and I saw that they were hitting plenty of threes they were aggressive going to the basket uh they were up uh nine to five and I think I texted you I was like they look you know like they're not scared about mm-hmm. the fact that they're in a title game you know it's yeah. you know three freshmen in the starting lineup a sophomore um Katie Hempling these guys look like they're ready for the big moment. And really throughout the game, you know, despite the final score, they looked like a team that, you know, has a championship pedigree because even though it's been a decade since they've been in this situation, uh, they really looked like a team that felt like they belong there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, unfortunately the score didn't end up reflecting that, but this really was one of the best teams in the MAC tournament. And, And to go back to what you were alluding to at the very end, you know, there's a very good shot that they might end up getting an at-large bid, which would just be incredible. And, you know, we, we were kind of texting back and forth about, you know, is that even possible? You know, could the women make the tournament despite not winning uh, their own conference tournament? And the short answer is, yeah. I mean, we've seen this in the past. You know, the MAC has gotten two bids into the NCAA tournament before. They've had teams that just have such a good regular season, you know, do – fairly well in the net rankings, good enough to get into the NCAA tournament. And I, I made the point, this conference is kind of primed to be a two-bid conference. So we'll find out Monday when they do the selection show. Um, but yeah, you know, it, they've put together a, a good enough season. The, the body of work is there, as Robin Fraley said in her post-game press conference, that, you know, they have an opportunity to do this. So we'll, we'll find out Monday. Yeah, I, I thought it was interesting to – uh, you were in the press conference. You didn't stay, obviously, for the Central Michigan one, but I, I did stay. And uh, Central Michigan's head coach, uh, Heather Osterley, said about Bowling Green. Uh, she was asked about Bowling Green's um, chances of, you know, 
of getting an at-large bid and what she thought about that. And she, she said that I think one the interesting thing she noted was that because of, you know, COVID, you know, these MAC teams didn't really have that much of a chance to get that many big non-conference games under their belts uh, and get those big non-conference wins. And she said she, she, thinks, she thinks it might hurt them. But obviously, you know, she, she wants to see two teams in the MAC. She said she mentioned that, you know, this team had – uh, two team uh, was a two has been a two bid league the last two tournaments uh, the last two women's tournaments Bowling Green has gotten two teams uh, or not uh, the MAC has gotten two teams into the tournament and she's you know they're definitely good enough they have twenty wins uh, the pedigree of the conference is high because of what I just said uh, that they you know they've gotten you know bids recently in the last two tournaments obviously uh, we don't know what would have happened I don't think they were going to get two bids. Uh, in a 2020 tournament, if I remember correctly, but I, I don't believe they would have. But, uh, but you know, but in, in the last two tournaments they actually played, they, they've been it's been a two bid league, and Bowling Green has 20 wins. They've proven that they are a good team. And and honestly, if 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 I don't know how much uh, Bowling Green women's basketball the committee's watching, I hope they watch uh, at least that game against Central Michigan. That that team could stay in a game with. I don't want to say anybody because obviously there's some the big, you know, power five powerhouses like UConn and stuff. That that would be a tough ask. But I think I I really I do believe that they, they can stay with a lot of teams in uh, the that they would play potentially play in the NCAA tournament. Uh, and I think they would beat a lot of teams that were on the bubble. I I, I truly believe that because of the defense that they play and. Uh, the way they play it, the ball movement, you know, it's not the most athletic team you've ever seen. I mean, we've seen two players uh, in the last two games uh, that are better than anything Bowling Green has. But, and and Robin Fraley emphasizes it so much, this is a team. This is a team. Uh, They play like a team, you know, and and you can see it when they're on the court. Like I said, they don't have that that stud. I mean, Lexi Froming's a, gr- a great player. Don't get me wrong, but she's not. She she didn't make first team All Mac. She she made second team All Mac. Uh, they don't have that just star player that you just go you watch and you're like, she's incredible. Uh, when you when you watch this Bowling Green team, you just say this team's incredible. The way they move the ball's incredible. The way they find open looks. I mean, for 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 their teammates is incredible. And I think that type of play, and when you get a team like that. You know, and so many guys, so many, so many girls that can knock down shots. You know, Alyssa Brett from the outside, Lexi Fleming. Alyssa Brett was incredible in this tournament. Lexi Fleming, uh, Kenzie Lewis knocked down a three. Nyla Hampton, obviously, all, all the you know, Madison Parker off the bench, he's the best shooter on the team. You know, they they, they they can knock down shots when you have that much, many people that can knock down shots, and as good a team chemistry and the ball movement they have. I, I think it's just if the NCAA tournament committee watched the team, I, I think that. I don't know. I, I just and I haven't seen every uh, every other bubble team um, that you know that, that that is being considered. But I I just really think that this team could compete. If they're a twelve seed, they can compete with the with the five seed uh, in the NCAA tournament. I, I truly believe that. Well, they've certainly made a case for themselves. The fact that they get to the championship game, even though you know there were some people in the media who said that there were probably some better teams mm-hmm. in the MAC. The fact that they got to the championship game. And put on such a great champion. It's on a big stage, you know, CBS Sports Network. You know, I think enough people have seen this team that, you know, they really are going to, you know, make a case for themselves. And, and hopefully the net rankings uh, reflect that. But, uh, yeah, we'll see here. 
it's it's going to be tough. I mean, like I said, I don't know everyone else in, in, in the field, but I know that I know this Bowling Green team. I know that they can, they can they can they can truly compete with anybody, and it's a it's a tough it's a tough thing um, to have to lose like this. And like you said, people have said that there's oh there's better teams in the mat, and I mean I guess I mean obviously they weren't the they were the best team through the regular season. I mean they beat everyone except for. Uh, Buffalo, they beat Buffalo in the, in the, in the, uh, yesterday, obviously. And then, um, you know, they, they lost twice in Northern Illinois. I mean, I, they, yeah, sure. There were teams better. Maybe you can say there were teams that were better than them, but, uh, at the end of the day, they were at the very top. They're in the elite group of, of, uh, you know, teams in the Mac tournament or in the Mac conference. And, to do that in this conference, like I get, like they're not a power five conference. They're not a small conference, but from to go and we say this so many times, but it, it's, it's still, every time you say it and it's just, it's incredible to, to know. And Chase, you, you saw where this team was at last season and, and what this team was like last season. And to go from that to putting this on the floor and doing it with as many young players I think one of the things they mentioned I thought was incredible is like, especially in a season like this, where the off season was just so hectic, you didn't get a ton of, you didn't, it wasn't your normal off season. You weren't getting as much time in the gym to kind of bind and, and, and work up this team chemistry going into the season. And when you, when you're talking about a team that was just, that was playing three freshmen and a sophomore, that's just incredible. And it's not like they all came from the same high school because they didn't, they came from all over the place. And to, 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 to take that, take this off season with, with the pandemic where, where, you know, they got a late start. They weren't, they, you know, they weren't getting as much work in the gym as they wanted to together as a team before the season. And to be, and to do what they did after winning three games last season in the Mac, I mean, it's incredible. I mean, it's 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 truly incredible what Robert Fralick and then that coaching staff was able to do with this team. How they were able to get this team to play like they did. I mean, they you would have thought that those like if, if you didn't know that Lexi Fleming Fleming and Kenji Lewis and Isla Hampton were, were freshmen, you you would think that they were upperclassmen. You would think that they had played together for three years. But the fact is, they played together for a couple of months, and to look like they did today and look like they did all season is just it's just a testament to how great of a coach. And we knew, we knew when they hired Robin Prelick, how good she was because of her pedigree at Ashland. But I mean, she just, she proves it again. And, and this team is going to be a force to be reckoned with in, in the, in the Mac uh, for, for a long time. Prelick into that conversation. Just... Well, Shane, let's have the Robin Frelick conversation. So we knew how good she was at Ashland. We saw coming in, you know, the 900 win percentage, whatever it was, just an obscene number of wins. She comes here to Bowling Green. She struggles for the first two years, but then we see it all come together in year three. And the conversation is already happening because, you know, despite how many years Kurt Miller was here, you know, Bowling Green isn't exactly a landing spot. It's a springboard to the next big job. And that's true for any sport. Mm -hmm. So it's really possible that Lexi Fleming, Nyla Hampton, you know, Kenzie Lewis, those girls don't finish their playing careers at Bowling Green with Robin Fralick as their head coach. You know, what do you foresee as the coaching future for Robin Fralick? Do you think that she leaves for a power five job in the next couple of years? It's that's an interesting thing to talk about. I mean, you know, and, and, and she's talked about how much she loves Bowling Green and she has kids here. 
um, and a family uh, that, that have, you know, are, are, you know, going to school in Bowling Green. So, you know, it, it comes down to one, how much she really truly does, because of course everyone's going to say, you know, I love this town when, when there's a coach there, you know, you're not going to see how yeah, this town sucks. I don't want to be here. Like, you're not going to say that you're going to say, I love the town. You know, it's great and stuff. Uh, so, I mean, that, that's not really, I don't really take much stock in, in her saying that. I, I think I take more stock in the fact that she does have a family here and um, you know, it, you know, is that that's going to be a family decision when it comes to a point, because you know, that bigger schools, you know, barring some catastrophe where she, she doesn't have success, which I mean, I can tell you right now, it's not going to happen. This team's going to be really good for a long time. Um, uh, you know, this team's going to be good for as long as she's the head coach here uh, from this point on. And um, you know, with, someone's going to come calling with her pedigree, what she did at Ashland and what she was able to do with this season and what, you know, I'm, I'm very, pretty confident she can be able to do going forward. Some bigger school is going to come calling and it's going to come to a point where it's like, do I want is this, what she wants? And I, I think, I think, you know, to say that Lexi Fleming and Nyla Hampton and Kendrick, you know, the freshman this year won't finish out their season uh, or their careers at Bowling Green with Robin Fralick. I, I don't know. I, I think that sh- she'll, she'll stay. And I, I think that we, she's still got like two or three more years. I, I have a hard time believing she'd be gone before then because she's got to have some, she won a regular championship. Yes, but it's got to be sustained. You know, they're not going to come calling next year. And I don't even know if they'll become, if, if those big schools who could come calling, come calling, the year after that, um, the, the only way is that they have some massive success in the NCAA tournament on a national level, uh, then maybe obviously they're going to come calling, but uh, it, it'll be interesting, but I, I have a hard time believing. I think, she, I think Robin will be here for, for another three years um, in my opinion, but I, I think eventually she's just going to, she's going to outgrow bowling range. I think she's, she's a great coach. She's a coach that can coach in I can go as far as the WNBA, in my opinion. I really, I really believe that. I think she's that good. You know, she can go to any Power Five school and be successful. I mean, she, she's just the way with, with what she's been able to do with this team this season. She, she can coach anywhere. I mean, it, it doesn't matter. Uh, you know, this this job is is going to be one of the best coaching jobs she's she's ever had. Um, you know, and 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 because just of where they went, I mean, they talked during the, uh, the broadcast on CBS that they, uh, you know, th- this was the, the biggest turnaround by any team in terms of wins, in terms of conference wins. This was, you know, the biggest turnaround by any team in the whole any women's basketball team in the entire uh, country, in, in the entire NCAA. No, nobody, you know, went for, had a bigger win difference from from this year to last year in their conference. So. Uh, She's she, she going to get calls eventually, but I, I think I think we still got a, you know, I think that's still four, five more years in the future. All right, Chase, I think that'll do it for today's podcast. I appreciate, uh, you know, everyone or everyone listening to this podcast in the past couple of days, and appreciate you, Chase, for uh, tuning in uh, and coming uh, to these Zoom calls and uh, talking with me about, you know, Bowling Green basketball and the Mac basketball tournament over these past couple of days. It's been a lot of fun and I can't wait. I hope that we can do another one here uh, when we get a, a post, another postseason tournament for, for Bowling Green, whether that be the NIT or the NCAA tournament. Uh, Robin Fralick seems to think that 
uh, we seem to think that uh, we will have uh, that Bowling Green will be in some postseason tournament. So um, we'll, we'll, t- we'll actually before we go, let, let's uh, let's send it to Robin uh, some post game stuff from her uh, and and her thoughts on uh, this season in the future, and really ultimately her thoughts on you know this team not uh, you know being over with. Uh, let's hear from Robin. I'm thrilled. Uh, I'm, I'm thrilled. I, I love our team that's returning. I love our kids that are coming, you know, our new kids that are going to be joining our team next year too. So, uh, but I'm not there yet. You know, I'm not in the space of thinking about next year's team. Cause I'm excited. Cause I know this year's team still gets more basketball to play. All right. And now this will be the end of the podcast. So I appreciate everyone for listening. Uh, to this special edition Mac Tournament podcast. I appreciate everyone for listening to all the podcasts that we've done. Like I said, I hope that we can uh, do a couple more. Uh, So for myself and Chase Bachman, we'll talk to you guys later.